Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley. Virtual and right here, right now, we have Carly Goddamn Milroy. That's my name. Welcome, Carly. Thank you so much for coming. I would look there. I, I, I wouldn't have had it any other way. Oh, great. You yeah. do, though, frequently. We frequently have, and every, da- every time I've been really unhappy. But it, uh-huh. it, it, it reached a, a, a crisis point, basically, yeah. where we couldn't go on without, without this. Just to give us a hard reset, after which Alistair will go back to sort of his state of bliss that yep. existed in before we started the podcast, and then increase in agitation until once again we have you on the Come podcast. It's like the rains in the desert, yeah. basically. You know, he'll bloom again. Oh, I'm yeah. happy to be the monsoon to this podcast. Absolutely, but we're also we're 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 not a hundred percent sure yet that you will be the solution. Mm. I mean, this is a niche that I've been trying to scratch for years with all so, sorts mm. of implements. With all, <laughs> right? And and so if you're not the reason that the birds flock back to my regions. <laughs> Uh, Look, I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> yeah, no, but, I'm the, but this is what I'm trying to I'm trying to ease the pressure by saying if you're not the reason, you know, everything else has failed as well. I think I think oh, okay. I think the problem is whether we call it the monsoon. If yeah. we called it the mon, eventually everyone would be a lot more relaxed. Yeah, you know? or the mon never. <laughs> the mon never. There yeah. you go. And then when it does come, what a treat! Yeah, well, exactly. You know? It's a real surprise. To be honest, we're not, we were very unprepared. <laughs> Oh, oh, I wasn't expecting you here. I haven't built any kind of irrigation system to take advantage of this. I'm so sorry. You called them on never. I just assumed you weren't coming. And here we are. Anyway. Anyway, um, Pleasant surprise. Pleasant surprise. That's fine. I'll put some grain in. Uh, If you don't mind, you got a minute? Into the sand? Yeah. Well, you're not going to grow much in that. Well, no, I'm, I'm closer to the verdant delta. Oh. You know, yeah, that that flourishes with the uh, the the floodwaters of the. Carly, I was going to ask scene. you. Do you know what the mm. Verdant Delta is? <laughs> is it the uh, the Delta that is green? Oh. Very good. Is it really? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's rich in, in nutrients. Oh, wow. Washed down the River wow. Nile. Hello. We're close to the estuary region. Okay. Now, Andy, would you be able to tell me what the Delta what a Delta is? Well, you know the symbol Delta, the Greek symbol, which but is, is it a, a triangle? triangle. Okay. It's it's basically it forms that shape. It's a sort of a triangular region near the where a river flows like out a into mountain. the ocean. like a mountain, but lying down and in silhouette. It's like oh. the silhouette of Flat. a sleeping mountain. Mm. Right. You know because it's because it's dark. Because it's it is dark often is dark rich. because because it's rich in nutrients, Alistair. Oh. Now you're getting it. Well, this is my f- new favorite landscape type. <laughs> triangular there, type. Yeah, triangular landscapes. Yeah. It's rare that they're that they're you know that 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 the shape of the landscape is 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 is, is sort of made. You know, like a plane. Nobody ever tells you what shape a plane is. Nobody cares. No, like you know, as in a plane, not like a you know. As in, like a valley, not like yeah. the plane, like in the air. Well, very often people will tell you what shape of the plane a plane in the air is. They actually hardly ever tell you the shape of a plane in the air is. No. <laughs> somebody, somebody goes, "Hey, hey, Carly, saw a plane the other day in the air. It was uh, kind of like what it was like was a it? long tube with a, two yeah. sticks coming out the side. The shape of a bird and or Superman. <laughs> well, <laughs> easily mistaken. Definitely closer to a bird than it was to Superman. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Well. Yeah. If Superman sort of had arms that came out of the middle of his chest, and and <laughs> it was quite a lot less noisy, yeah. assuming that it's close it, enough well, to. I mean, maybe he's screaming because the the arms arm relocation operation he's just had. <laughs> oh, because he would feel super pain. Yes. Oh, Donna. I guess because that's that that would doubter. Oh, doubter. For, oh, for him, for him, absolutely. For him. Not for us though. It's great for us. No, it's funny. No. Do you, so? Do you think that maybe like because he can't experience pain really on Earth, mm. 
he doesn't know that he has super pain. Mm. And then maybe he gets, you know. Oh, imagine he's like man version of man flu. Super oh. flu. And you're like, oh, super here we go. Flu. He gets super back man. to uh, <laughs> Krypton. Thank you, Alistair. Krypton? Yeah. Krypton? Yeah, he gets back to Krypton. He realizes he stepped on a thumbtack years ago. Oh, and only like now does he know. Oh, that would oh, be the worst. It's been his foot in his foot the entire time. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's not like it's septic or anything because he wouldn't. That wouldn't happen to didn't, him. It didn't it? go sepo. It's just really sore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just sore. <laughs> well, or all of the th- all of the wounds that he would have got while he was mm. Superman mm. In, on on Earth suddenly come back and hit him when he gets under that red oh. so- star. Is it red star I'm, that I comes think it? Blue. I think it's our yellow star. It's blue star. Yeah, oh, his is blue. Ours is yellow. Ours right, is ours is yellow. Ours is the yellow, Alistair. Okay. We're the ones with the yellow in the sky. But I think there's something in uh, Superman flu. All right? I but you don't, you don't think like, what, all of his wounds come back? The <laughs> thumbtack? <laughs> I, I mean, really, I all really the diseases that. that he ca- all the diseases that he catches. Well, I mean, but then what? What is that? Where is the? Where lo- where in lies the comedy in this sketch? Well, he, it's where's just the a man in extreme pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but but like, I don't find that funny, Alice. I'm not like you. I don't torture for joy. I don't. To- but yeah, but but you you would torture a man who's invulnerable. That's true. I would. <laughs> you know. See, actually, that that would be a, if if Superman hadn't become a hero mm. he would have done a great line in just letting people torture him you know because because it wouldn't get affect it him you know yeah get it out of your system torture the invi- invulnerable man look this is what it is okay <laughs> yep <laughs> all right it's it's superman loses his job as a journalist because the the printing press is going out of, out of, <laughs> sure. out of business websites yeah. the websites aren't, aren't generating enough it's money. all click back right now, so what yeah. he does is he just he hires like a, an office not an office space just like a like a shop front yep right and it's just him and some chairs <laughs> like that some chairs uh like a few baseball bats and shit like that right <laughs> people come in and they pay their 10 bucks and they can just Hit them as Wild much as they him. want with whatever they want. Like yep. that. They can bring their own weapons in and things like that. Right? And I just, tell you what Superman doesn't have is super self-respect. <laughs> he really, he just went so low so, so quickly. Fast. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I, man. I know, but he'll be wearing glasses so no one will recognize him <laughs> yeah. until somebody breaks them. Breaks those glasses. Um, I think that's really funny. And I think, I think Superman falling on hard times and... I'd, I I just think the idea of the death of the print media and how that affects the Superman. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Superman. His his cover. His cover's blown. Right. He doesn't have what you know. He's he's being asked to compile listicles or something on a freelance basis, and he just like his work's not good enough. Or it's whatever. actually lower. It's actually lower than selling your body <laughs> for <laughs> as a punishment. As a yeah. To to just you know. Mm. Uh, to, he could to, do both. Top ten wax this week from Superman. <laughs> So I guess he would th- That would be a great He could start a YouTube channel Top 10 just degrading getting... things I've had done to my body this week Yeah, it's just people Like, I mean, I guess he could allow anything Because if he's invulnerable Yeah Do you think he's invulnerable to emotional trauma? Like, you know Like, like, like that would take a toll on his self-esteem But mm. maybe not Maybe he has super self-esteem Yeah, look, there's a chance that maybe under the under the yellow star he's invulnerable to to physical pain, right? And under the blue star he's invulnerable to emotional pain. Uh, some of those um, super guys on the uh, Krypton they did seem pretty sort of, you know, unemo- stoic. Uh, emo- stoic. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I think you might be onto something. I here. mean, just putting your your baby in a ship by itself, <laughs> firing oh. them off into space, <laughs> <For> brutal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not the kind of thing you do when you really. Feel for your child. Yeah. We must protect this child. Well, the rational thing to do is to fire it into space. I am firing <laughs> our child is. into space now. This is good. Goodbye. Good parenting. Child. <laughs> <laughs> we should have given that child a name in retrospect. Um, or more than a cape. I think they did, maybe. They yeah. might have. Did they? I think, I think I've, I've heard of people saying... This yeah. is the name that Spider uh, Superman was given on Krypton. It's it's Kal-El. Is it Kal-El? Kal-El, I think. Yeah, his dad was Jor-El. Ooh. So there you go. Mm. So two facts. <laughs> forcing him a fictional to universe. follow in his father's footsteps a bit. Mm. Is it Boxing him in? Yeah. Is it kind of like the Icelandic system? Where it's like, you know, you take your father's exactly last like final s- syllable and put it <laughs> at the end of your syllable. 
like your two syllable name. Is that really what it is? No, but isn't there like I think maybe maybe in Iceland it's like you take your father's first name becomes your last name oh. and then you get a new first name. All the name. names move one to the left. It's yeah, like musical yeah. chair game. You take, yeah. That's fun. You take yeah. the, the rhythm of your grandfather's name and you say it with the intonation of your uncle's middle name. See, and I, think, then... I think that's fun. I think, look, what, what we do is we create, a, we create a new group or we kind of like... Like, you know, people say, like, oh, Australia doesn't have any of its own culture. Well, we try to create its Let's own culture. Let's make cul- some culture. Let's make some culture. All right. All right. Yeah. What do we got? Naming now, conventions. Now, okay, now. <laughs> you can pick one From of these three on. naming, con- naming conventions. Okay, you, 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 you use the, uh, the brand name and the, the, the third letter of the serial number of your first microwave. Okay, that's your new surname. Great. What do we think? No? Yeah. Okay. Well, can we have some examples? Okay. Uh, <laughs> of, the, of the microwave? Well, Panasonic 4. Okay. Andy Panasonic 4. All right, so that's your last name. Yeah. Andy Panasonic 4. Yes. Okay. Well, I'd f- be uh, Carly Simmons 7. <laughs> is this? Yeah. I like that. Simmons 7. Simmons. That's Simmons a, is that? It's pretty much just a, that is a, a name. name, isn't it? That is a name. Okay, I mean, yeah. I guess that's the, 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 the byproduct is that a lot of appliances are named after people's surnames. So <laughs> well, maybe we haven't got ourselves that far. <laughs> And it's not, it's, not all, yeah, it's not all that typically Australian. No, to, no, you know, you're right, you're right. Yeah. All right. Uh, what so. if we took the essence of how your mother's middle name makes you feel? Oh, that's good. And that emotion becomes your first name. Okay. <laughs> okay, so it kind of makes me feel uh, forgetful because I don't remember <laughs> her middle name. <laughs> that becomes your first name? Yeah. Yep. No, no, no. <laughs> But you know, but I could find synonyms of forgetful. Like mm. uh, it makes me feel daft, maybe. <laughs> so uh, you know, maybe daft. And what was the second the second element? Was there a second element, or just that's no, that's all I had. At okay. This, at this so it could be Al- Alistair Daft. Alistair Daft is not no, too. Da- now it's Daft Trombley Birchall. Oh, Daft Trombley Birchall. <laughs> that's not too bad. Daft sounds like it could be a regular name, and people just haven't been using it. And they've condemned that name to be an insult. I think. I think coming up with. Um, uh, like a whole suite of new cultural things for Australia is really good. Yeah. I think this is this is a very good example of one. A <laughs> new naming convention. Yeah, I I, I I'm, I'm not quite sure like w- what else we we could have. Maybe we have like a you know a, a national dance move or you know a, mm-hmm. yeah. a, uh, a, 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 a we all elect a an animal mascot. Every oh, six years. What about uh, every person has to have a familiar, you know, See, like a oh, wizard back would. Back to like roots, roots, right? Like back mm. to wasn't that a Stonehenge sort of a a pre? That sounds really good. Was that a thing? Oh, look, <laughs> I d- I don't know a lot about history, <laughs> so I'm gonna trust you on this. But I've, from what I get, it's either just a pet, <laughs> or it's a magic pet. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think we could we could we could sort of bridge the gap by making it you have a pet and you give it a wizard name. <laughs> <laughs> so let's so say like you you've, you've got a a, 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 a gerbil and yeah. you call it the magnificent magnificent slothnor. <laughs> yeah, see, that's good. Um, I'll 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 get a uh, I'll I'll get a sort of like a, a like a, I was gonna say Snorlax, but that's a Pokemon, so. <laughs> Uh, look, What's a real animal, maybe, Alistair? Okay, come on, just one. You can I do just this. Name one animal. All right, <laughs> here we go. One real okay. animal. One real animal. On. Okay, here we let's go. Say, I, I, let's say I, I, it's a magpie. Great. <laughs> okay, it's a magpie, <laughs> and uh, and um, I, I call him uh, uh, Rivnell the Great. No, no, no. I'm not going to have any thes in there. No, no. <laughs> I just want you know. I, I don't need any words that say like I am a wizard in it. You know, things like that. No, I think it's just like a good wizarding <laughs> name that just captures wizarding wizardry within it like did you, did you already have Grolnor? did you already have used Grolnor? i have used Grolnor. yeah Grolnor, like that and he's uh and he's my familiar yeah that's, that's great really good um so, <laughs> so everybody has to have one of those yeah look i'm gonna write down australian new i think i think that's great and while you're um while you're talking about that i'd, I'd just like to uh pitch a, a thing that i don't have much for this right but i just like the word daft earlier Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I've got this new thing, and I'm calling it Dafternoons, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a craftanoon, but silly, right? And <laughs> you get maybe you get together with some friends, some fellow creatives in your neighbourhood, 
uh, in the living room, and you just come up with new silly things to do. Right? Oh, that's good. So you get together for a afternoon, and you say, all right, well, I've got a drinking straw, right? Mm. And uh, sort of fold, tied a knot in it. Yep. Right? And then I'm um, sort of holding it in my teeth. And then on the other end of it, I'm, I'm, I'm poking a table tennis ball. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you can't blow through it because you just tied a knot in it. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So yeah. that that would be a sort of a thing that you could well, do. Well, I guess trying to drink through a a, 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 a knotted straw, straw. A knotted straw is you know that's a nice afternoon thing to come up with. That sounds yeah. like somebody something like somebody from England would say. They go, "Well, that's like trying to drink through a knotted straw." <laughs> you know, like that does sound like a kind of you know like a Thomas the Tank Engine kind Pug of thing. table tennis ball. Yeah. Does, yeah. Um. But but I think what's 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 really good, what I really like about mm, this yes. here is that a lot of the time when you hang out with people, uh, the activities that you do perform are things that already exist. Right. You know, that, that you're, you're never trying to kind of create new activities. A new activity, a new yeah. form of thing to do. Because you go, let's go, <laughs> let's go bowling. We mm, go, let's mm. make dinner. Mm. These are all things that people do. Yes. Right? But when is the time that people are allowed to just, to just, Experiment. Experiment. I'm going to get together and we're going to create a new way of being mm. for an afternoon. Yeah. Because, like, also there's things that we've all decided that we're, we're not going to do together. Mm. So, like, mm. you know, like, there's, there's things that are out there, like, uh, things that are too expensive, maybe mm. things that are morally repugnant. <laughs> or dangerous. Right? Yeah. So what's fun about the creating something new, right, is that you're also getting to create it. And then decide whether or not you guys would do it. Decide oh. <laughs> whether or not it's morally repugnant. <laughs> would this be in debate? Like, is there a formal procedure to this Australian, uh, or no longer an Australian? No, we've moved on. Just, okay, no, this is just between friends. <laughs> so I mean, obviously. Could it be done over a Sunday roast? I would say that we're, as peasants, we're probably peasants, do you think? Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're sort of some of the lower echelons of society. We de- we're definitely toiling. Yeah. Maybe not in a field, but we you know, or maybe in a field of endeavor. Yeah. In which we toil. Yeah. Uh, I would say that, that then we create some culture in some way, and so then maybe at some point it would rise to the top, and the people that these these things that we create are the kinds of things that later on rich people would s- seek after, aspire because to. aspire to, because we have, um, you know, as me by being poor, we have um, sort of the ability to have fun. Yeah, and then they they pay for that. Great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I think this is a really fun idea. I think the idea of people getting together and just trying to find up find new things to do with your time, I think that's great. Should I, should we have a scenario in which this happens? Like, I'd like to make this a sketch. Is this where people have are, are attempting this? Yeah, well, I mean, like it, it could be that um, maybe it's a government grant. Right, like like it's, the government is putting money out there, like they fund the arts and they fund sport and that sort of thing. They're just like activities. We've got an, an, another. <laughs> we're putting out a call out for people who want to submit a, you know, get some funding to try and invent a new activity thing for people to do. Maybe as people are more unemployed or robots take our jobs, we're just going to need more stuff to do. So. <laughs> sure, look, that's yeah. that's good too. I I do like the idea of like it's like I just come around to your place and I go. Hey, uh, you know, uh, Carly and Andy. Um, so, you know, and when we just, I just discussed what we've just been talking about, and I go, uh, so, you know, so uh, th- this, th- let's try it now. You know, like let's uh, try like coming up with something. Okay, so, um, yeah. And then I pick up like a like a, you know, I pick up maybe a dog bone that's just on your house, <laughs> yeah, like that's lying yeah. around, you know. Maybe like like a big long one. It's like a big tibia or something like that. You know? Yeah, yeah. We have like them that. just lying yeah. around our house. Yeah. You're right. Oh my God, like the, I know we're dog owners, I, Alistair, but you have a low opinion of us, don't yeah, you? Yeah. You know, and it, we're not. Murdered. It's like it's just, it's just sort of red meat all over it, and oh, sort of, hang you know, up. things it's a bit rotten. Yeah, it's a bit rotten yeah. and things like that. It's like they go, oh, shouldn't you at least leave this outside? Like that. <laughs> and then they go, all right, how about this is a new activity? I could just, you know, some guy was being real passive aggressive about it, and they go, oh, how about let's try a new activity? Putting these rotten bones. Outside. Okay, that's not right. That's not the hotel. Um, You're not getting in the spirit of it, Alistair. Okay. I don't like that. But that's good. Like tibia twirling. Could tibia be like, twirling. Let's just twirl some of these tibias like in that. here. Mm. Like that. And then I'm kind of just, I'm, bou- I'm, I'm, I'm Doing sort of bouncing it from one hand to another. We yeah. go, all right. So okay, and whoever gets the most flicks of tibia meat on the light globe wins. Okay. Yeah, without breaking it. Without breaking the light globe. Yeah. Okay, great. So yeah. that. There's, there's, yeah, it's like in how they invented Ultimate Frisbee. They just, you know, <laughs> you find something that's lying around and you just try and fit some rules about yeah. it. Like, how are we going to score points? Oh, oh it's flex of meat yeah. on the light globe. So, right? so, yeah. Can you get disqualified? Yes, if you break the light. 
Yeah, so I like like here's here's one way you could do it, right? You you grab a bag of like you know sort of you know boiling bones that you get from the supermarket or whatever like that. They've always got some meat on it. Sometimes more meat than you'd expect, right? That, then you get a twiddling knife, a twi- like you know is that twi- twiddling that you do with a, <laughs> a whittling, whittling, whittling knife, <laughs> yeah. the whittling knife, right? And uh, and you just sit there and you try to flick meat to get to get it stuck on the light bulb. <laughs> Great. Is this going to open up a whole new venture in uh, beacon lighting, op- like possibilities, like oh, yeah. targets there'll be and specialized be... lights and that sort yeah. of thing. Oh, for yeah. it. Big bulbs. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. big bulbs, small bulbs as yeah, well. Small the, bulbs that all have a little expert. number on it. How you've progressed in your skill? Yep, yeah, yeah. Oh, you work absolutely. your way. Like one is a really those really big ones that you see in cafes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then progressively smaller, maybe down, down to, to a little LED. Pen. Oh, I was thinking like a pen light, like yeah, a little clicky. You know, the little on the end what of the... What kind of light is in there? A globe light. <laughs> a what? bright one. an LED? No, no, no. Smaller than that, Andy. Whatever you're talking about. Oh, no, no. The last thing. The last thing is like you just have a wire, like one of those like uh, fiber optic plastic tubes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, right. it's just real thin. Like, you know, it comes in one of those ugly, <laughs> ugly lamps that it yeah. just has all the fiber optic lighting that changes color. Anyway, you <laughs> you just have one of those, and you got the, the the trick is to try to flick a little hunk of meat or fat, and just get it just stuck on that tip like that, yeah. and that would be a hundred points. But soon, this would, you know this this sport, uh, all the money would come in from the sponsors. It'd get all commercialized, and it would be unrecognizable. Wouldn't be the thing that we created to begin with, Alice. Do you think this sketch we're writing is basketball? <laughs> it's basketball. <laughs> I think it's much more ridiculous than basketball. Okay, I great. Mean, <laughs> Basketball, as far as I'm aware, the sport didn't involve any raw meat. And <laughs> that's a real boundary that we're pushing. Yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. absolutely. Not many sports involve perishable things of any kind. <laughs> you know, they're all durable. They're based on durable items. But this one, I mean, we've, we've, we've introduced the concept of decay into sport, which I think is really, you know, interesting. Both, re- like it's really, it's a comment on mortality, this one. Absolutely, but it's also not only decay of of like the meat, but also uh, of the the societal standards of what people will spend their time doing. Doing you know? right. Yeah. Yeah. How desperate are we to not have a conversation at this point? Yeah, we yeah. need to oh, no, dig yeah, up this will spark conversation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like have you, have you ever sort of you know yeah. what are you doing in my living room? <laughs> yeah, get that meat off, off my, my light globe. <laughs> Conversations like these are starting yeah. all over Australia yeah, thanks go. to the new craze. Oh yeah, we 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 should have really covered. Put some laid some plastic over the carpet <laughs> before, before we, we did, did this. this. Get another dog in here. Yeah. Clean up this mess. Yeah, get another bone. I want to have a go. <laughs> um, so this does read a bit like an, a sport that was invented by dogs, and then they tried to suggest to us <laughs> subliminally, <laughs> what about a game where you just sort of flick meat into the air? <laughs> just, so that there's just meat that flies everywhere <laughs> randomly and yeah. I can be nearby. <laughs> and then the end of the game is you leave the house with the fridge door open. <laughs> Has that ever happened? Have you, have, have you ever have seen that happen with, with your dog? No. No? She, have, have I ever seen me leave the house with the fridge door open? <laughs> Were you suggesting some kind of astral projection of Carly here? So, or she has an out-of-body experience? <laughs> Um, I'm thinking maybe a situation you've set up a CCTV camera on your in your kitchen, yes. pointed at the at the fridge. You're walking out of the door. Uh, it's connected to your phone. You're mm. watching it happen, right? And uh, it's never occurred, but it will now. Yeah, look, it gets impossible. Give it a go. I realize that sometimes I ask stupid questions. Um, you know, and sometimes we point that out, Alistair. What do you think is like the stupidest question you can ask that will give the most? Um, like revealing, inspiring answer. Wow, it's a real broad kind of question. Yeah, there, yeah, it? yeah. Well, I mean, this could be it, Alistair. You could yeah. have just found it uh, as we try and explore <laughs> what makes something revealing. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it would be it would be like an answer that made you realize that you never had to feel bad. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's a pretty amazing thing to get out of an answer, right? Yeah. So I I I just in terms of embarrassing questions, yeah. I once went to a talk by my favourite author Terry Pratchett, right? Really? When I was like twelve or something like that, who came to Hobart, <laughs> and I went along, right? And he had a Q and A at the end, and I asked, 
what's your favourite character, oh. right? And <laughs> years later, I, I read an interview with him in which he said that was his least favourite question to be <laughs> asked. <laughs> and, I mean, you in that sense, you. I asked a daft question and I did, mm. you know, learn quite a lot, which is that I'd got offside my, my favourite writer. Well, I mean, you know, in a way, it wasn't, on paper, it wasn't a dumb question. I mean, I, I think with the benefit of hindsight, I can see why that that question was was you know reductive. I, sh- I should have tried to at least sound smarter in my. At least it's not something that's Googleable though, or like something that you could it's find true. out very easily. I, I'm <laughs> pretty sure. Asked him, <laughs> what is the capital of? As a Bashad. Yeah, and then he goes, "Well, the answer to that is you never have to feel bad, you know." And that would be great. Is that you know? I guess look. I guess, sorry that I've kind of somehow no, gone no, back no. to this, but I guess the root that I feel in there is that, like, that oh, you would have to get, and get to a point where you kind of go, like, well, look, there is, uh, you know, eventually we're all going to die, and uh, uh, the consequences of what happens in your life, uh, you know, will we'll never transcend that. Uh, and And so... <laughs> and so everything that you feel bad about now will eventually be... Uh, you know, you'll be relieved of it. Mm. Uh, and so right now, you would probably don't need to feel bad about it. Therefore, you never need to feel bad about anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's great. I, 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 and I and think the capital of Asia way... <laughs> is... is. Um, I think... I've got. I've, I think that's good. I don't know if you've got an idea for like how a sketch could be built around that. <laughs> I, I, I have. I have a, an inkling of an idea, which is just like dumb questions in important interviews. Mm-hmm. You know, like 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 I guess you set up a what look you know sketch that in what looks like a really important sort of interview scenario. Like you know, you've got someone from the 7.30 report or whatever, interviewing the Prime Minister. Sure. Say, yep. right? This is as important as I can think of. It's crucial. <laughs> it's yeah, crucial. Yeah. Our whole world hangs in the balance. But then the interviewer asks questions that are just dumb. Yeah, you know? that's um, good. I yeah. um, would be really keen to see, and maybe this has been done before, but a close family member? Asking questions of someone in that capacity, but like, what would you like for dinner? And uh, they have to answer on national television. Yeah, I, I think I think that's really good. I think you know, if we wanted to make a bit of a bloody comment on the way bloody politics is going these bloody days, you yeah. have the politician answering that question, bloody bloody avoiding the bloody question. You know yeah. what bloody saying? You yeah, know what I'm bloody saying I'm about that. If they did. Yeah, that, you know, because who everybody hates having to make that decision about what would you like for dinner. It's yeah, huge. that's true. So yeah. I think even just a sketch where you do just see um, the wife of the prime minister, or you know, or the husband, oh, the husband. Yes. of the prime minister, <laughs> yes, asking what would you like for dinner, like that. And then, so, hang on, I don't understand. Are there two prime ministers? No, 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 no. It's just. Is the Prime Minister gay? Andy, you're so heteronormative. All right? <laughs> you got to stop it. All right? You know, and then and then you just see them do the, 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 the verbal linguistics, which is, look, I am just repeating what Carly said. Yes. But then I think, I feel like I've just put it into a kitchen in my mind instead. Yeah. And that's very important. Context is important, yeah. Alistair. Well, I guess because I think when, it, when Carly said it, I was picturing it still in the 730 studio. Well... <laughs> But I mean that's that's good as well, right? Yeah. Like, what would you like for dinner? At in a, in a in a seven thirty style interview, yeah. right? Yeah. I I don't know how we get there, but like like like, it can go two ways, right? You can you can have um, important people, politicians in a domestic scenario, of being asked domestic questions and avoiding them, or you can have domestic people maybe like in a in a really important, like they're in the seven thirty report set for some reason, and they're asking those same kinds of questions, and yeah. somehow yeah, or plays like at a press junket, they're the person who mm. gets picked, and they're just standing there. Oh, that's that's a it's an interesting question, Keith, and I'm glad you've asked it. Mm. Uh, there there are really three things to to consider when deciding what I want for dinner this evening. The first mm. thing, um, of course, is what is right for the Australian people. Yep, yeah. or for the family, like for you know, the family. Yeah. To it. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Right. Yeah. The second thing is, what do we have in the house? Yeah. You know, there, there are limits on the resources that we currently have within the boundaries of, uh, you know, the domicile that we currently uh, reside in. Yeah. Mm. And when you look at the, the resources s- that we used on Tuesday in South Australia. And the state um, at which uh, your father has left the pantry and the uh, contents of the pantry, you'll see that uh, obviously there's not a lot in the pantry. We're just dealing with the uh, what was left to us by the previous parent in this <laughs> Previous parent, so, so there was like a there was like a step parent, but he's just or she has just come back. The person's just been adopted. You know, Both their parents just died in a car crash. Now, I know we have limited resources in the pantry, but I just want to say that it, uh, the, re, uh, the the resources that are in the pantry are still uh, three hundred times better than, than they would have been. Than they would have been, uh, you know, four years ago when uh, that person had taken my spot uh, as your mother. Uh, they were stepmother. And uh, and uh, now and now I am back, and I'm just saying that whatever we do have for dinner, not that I'm necessarily making it, I've yes. got agency. <laughs> um, uh, you know that it's going to be. It, look, it's going to be what's best for our family. I put it to you. I put it to the you the household. What 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 do you want for dinner? I want spaghetti. Well, that's very interesting. Look, yes. we'll just need to consider our options at this point. I think everybody wants spaghetti. I think in an ideal world, we'd all have spaghetti all of the time. But the fact is that we li- we can't do that. Realistically, that's not practical. I've got to deal with my factional allies and the extended family, and you know they have their agenda. We have a lot of people that are anti-Italian in our family. <laughs> Mostly me. Um, I, I'm picturing this now as a press conference in which the, the children of the family are the journalists yeah. and the uh, mother or father is being interviewed. I think this will fit on commercial TV. I think it'll, uh, Alastair, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Does that mean you don't want to write it down? No, 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 absolutely. I want to write it down. I'm, right. just, saying, I'm just saying it's like... It's, 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 it's bread and butter. Hey? It's chicken dinner. No, but it's not even. It's not even that it's chicken dinner. We haven't even decided what kind of dinner it is. Yet. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm saying, I'm saying, this this could go all the way to the top of the spectrum of things that we don't really value. <laughs> no, no, no. We value it. Just to keep it grounded, at the end of the sketch, maybe just a hunk of like tibia meat slaps him in the face from off camera, and right. uh, and they all play. Well, I think that, yes, exactly. I, I think I think to be honest, that would keep us all grounded, you know, because sometimes you get a big, big for your boots, yeah. a bit ahead of yourself, you know, think you're hot shit. If you then just got slapped in the face with a bit of tibia meat, it would it would just remind you that look, you know, we're all just somebody's light globe in a big game of flick the tibia meat, <laughs> and you know, when never you, you don't get too big for your boots, you don't get too too far ahead. Yeah. That is the trouble, is it? You know, sometimes. But then there'll be that problem where people will, you know, like people will eventually find a way to make the f- tibia meat flick in, you know, to be just some like, you know, more than just the thing that the people used to do. You know, this used to be a family mm. activity. And mm. Now you, mm. now we're paying seventy five bucks a head. You know, for you getting the best cut of yeah. meat, <laughs> things like that. You know, you you can't just use a regular sort of steak knife. You know, now you're and you're having to use a you know a sort of a, a la- laser sh- yeah, scalpel. <laughs> yeah, you know everybody's got these like weird wrist techniques. You know, there's like a school where you go to and you kind of. Oh. Uh, the thing you is, you right don't. Know, I don't. I, when I do it, I don't actually move the knife at all. I move the bone. Yeah, well, under the well, knife. well, well, well. Yeah. It's like someone needs a bit of tibia meat. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> it is awful. <laughs> tibia meat slap. <laughs> Just to give you a tibia meat slap. Just keep you grounded. TMS. <laughs> um, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I felt like I had something earlier, and uh, it's it slipped away from me, guys. It slipped away from me like a ship in the ocean. So, like, 
like slipped away as in a slimy. Could have been. And it was the, there was a slimy ship in your hands. <laughs> there was a slime ship. Yeah, I think if uh, if somebody d- designed a ship, right, and they because des- nobody's ever done this as far as I'm aware. No one's ever designed a slimy ship. But For surely a ship to be specifically slimy. Slimy. Uh, uh, surely it would go through the ocean faster, mm. right? Slime. Mm. I think makes things faster. I think that's Certainly how whales slippery. move so quickly. Really? Covered in uh, fish slime from fish when the slime. fish go <laughs> all over really? the whale. Yeah. I didn't know that. So fish, fish go over whales and they and they go. <laughs> they do. I've seen like that. it happen. And yeah. what they're doing is they're excreting slime. Uh, yep. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, because I guess, like... Carly looked me dead in the eye when she said that, as if to dare me to say, well, no, 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 are you 100% sure that this isn't true? <laughs> no, but I like that you were like... Because, like, you know when you squeeze something that's slimy, mm. it will shoot out of your hands. Like yes. That, right? Uh, maybe there's something about a slime sort of um, propulsion system. I think that is so good. It's like, like, okay, so like when you squeeze the soap so, and it goes flying out, what if that was the way they originally wanted to launch the spacecraft yeah. to the moon? Right? Yeah. We're basing the propulsion system, okay, on the, the highest velocity launch mechanism we've yet discovered, and that is soap escaping from your hand when you're having a shower or a bath. Or when you try to hug a whale. <laughs> when you try to hug yeah, a whale yeah. and he slips yeah, out of your grasp like that. Easy because they're slimy because they're all that. Halfway yeah. across the Atlantic yeah. before you realise what's happened. All right. <laughs> so, what we're going to we're going to do? We're going to make the uh, the bottom half of the Apollo launcher is going to be made out of soap, <laughs> and we're going to build. Are we going to have two a thousand hands. human hands trying to grab it, or are we going to have two giant hands, or are we going to breed a man with enormous <laughs> hands? Yeah. Right, I mean, you know, <laughs> so he's got a regular sized body. Yeah, but just giant hands. Um, if this, if this was the space program, I love this. All yeah. right, this is how they're trying to get into space. This is what, like, they're mm. stressed about what the Russians are doing. The Russians are using rockets. It, they're still pursuing this yeah. slippery technology. No, no, I, 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 think, I think that I think that the rockets are the old technology. Right, right. right. I think that this is. They realize that there's way more. There's way more of a future in the slippery soap uh, tech. Yeah, they've got like, to get us all to Mars. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, and so if you give them, if you give them one big squeeze real early on, right. Um, like okay, first of all, I think it's good that the guy has big hands and he doesn't need a regular size. He doesn't need a big body because that would be wasteful. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I don't think the whole ship needs to be made out of soap. It just needs to be covered in soap. And right? Somebody's like, wait, won't the engines burning him up, burn him up when when he when he, when the, when the thing takes off? You're like, okay. see, no, you're no, fool. You, you fool. There are no engines. <laughs> no engines. <laughs> this is like a catapult without a catapult. Yeah. Right? There's Norman, and that's it. It's just Norman's hands. Normous <laughs> uh, Norman, we call it. Yeah, Space Norm. <laughs> SpaceX, Space Norm, Norman X. Norm Space. Norm Space. Um, Norman's hands. Space is in our hands. <laughs> hands. Hands Space. That's it. That's You've it. got it. You got yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. Esquire. Yeah, okay, Esquire. Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. And so, then do we need another set of hands in space? What, to slap it back down again? <laughs> well, to catch it? Well, I think if you want to just go, you just want to change directions. Wow. But see, the no tragedy propulsion. is then yeah. that you've got to leave. You've got Because by its nature, Norman is left behind. You're going to have to, like, leave a Norman behind in space. You're going to have to jettison a Norman. Like, they jettisoned mm. jettison to stage one of the rocket. Yeah. You know, as, as as maybe smaller and smaller Normans as you la- break off and launch different Oh, so that's good. Yeah, so there's just Normans on board, other there's, Normans. you got Normans. <laughs> he's been cloned. You've got this one guy with enormous hands. You've cloned him. So he's just yeah. kind of, yeah, he's just in the, down, the, down the base of the rocket. He's got he's just holding on to the sides of the rocket, and he's going up with it, but he's kind of, he's covered just so he doesn't get too cold. <laughs> yep. like as soon as it gets <laughs> into space. Good, Alistair. See, this is the Humane. kind of thinking yeah. that we need yeah. if we're going to make it to Mars, all right? Yes, it is cold out there. Thank okay. you. Yeah, and so then he gets up into space like that, and he's going, whoa, like that. And then he... <laughs> 
<laughs> Norman's yes. quite a calm fellow. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Then he gets into space and then he and then he lines Mars up. <laughs> yeah. And he goes like, like that. that. And he just he shit you off. And the thing is that he's just holding on to the he's holding on to the to the rocket, obviously yep. the, the other part of the rocket. But he's not holding on to that that type, and so all he does is he just tries to get a real good grip on it, yeah, like that, and he and it slips from his fingers, yep. like that, and it heads straight to Mars, Into Mars, yeah, and uh, and then we see a quite a beautiful shot of Norman as he falls, slows down, falls back into the Earth's atmosphere, <laughs> mm. and accelerates and burns up. Oh, <laughs> it'd be nice if he could just put his fingers together and use them as wings. <laughs> it would, would be it lovely. would be it would be nice and then he would look a lot like a bird or a plane. <laughs> yes. Real Superman. Norman we salute you. The fifth Norman we have lost in this mission so far. No, but I think that if you had giant hands like that, mm. right? Since you can close your hands and contain water within it mm, like that mm, to drink, mm. surely you would be able to close your fingers. And 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 glide. As far as I'm aware, that's pretty much what birds are doing. That's right. They just they they're just their fingers are yeah. really uh, just locked, la- really lapsing closed. over, locked. Yeah. Birds have all got fingers. They just keep them together. We've never <laughs> seen them use them, but they're there. Um, I think I think uh, soap launch um, is is really good. I think um, I, I know I know you went in a different direction, Alistair, but I I personally think as a as a comic device, I think it's very funny if the Russians are using rockets and the Americans are persisting with sure. a, a a soap based launch system because yeah. you can imagine the uh, can you imagine Alistair the uh, the head you. the head of the space program comes down to see how progress is going and there's just a bunch of guys there squeezing soaps, <laughs> shooting out. It's just such a disaster. Right, and he's like, "What's going on here?" He's saying, "Well, we're basing it on this. Why haven't we beaten the Russians into space? Well, because we haven't been able to perfect the, uh, you know, the whatever." I don't want to get bogged down in the details. You just do what you need to do. I can't take. No it. one I, leaves this I room. I can't explain the maths to you. <laughs> no one understands it. It's just you try. It's like every time one of us tries to grasp the math, the, the maths. This. It slips, it's just it's slips away from it. That's the moment at which they realise this is the solution for launching yeah. it into space. That's great. That's it. Eureka. Um, brilliant. Uh, Alistair, I believe that's five sketch ideas of a uh, kind. You are absolutely right. I didn't even realise that Superman was at the beginning of this recording. That's well, there why he it is. made so much goddamn sense. It's perfect. I am such an idiot because we made an attempt earlier. Uh, you don't need to bring it up, Alistair. No, <laughs> we made an attempt earlier. We don't look and back then, on this. And I, and I feel bad and I, and I, and I, caused, I caused a bail. We barely and even so look forward. That's why. Anyway, look. I've got it's some a beautiful sketch. memory that we'll, we'll share forever. Absolutely. I'm going to remember that. There was a time when we were talking about uh, other Olympic sports that, uh, you know, that are like walking. Anyway, it's never going to make it onto the sheet, guys. Even though we came up with it, and it's technically an idea. And if I didn't want it to lose, to lose it, I could write it down right now. No. No, but no. I won't. <laughs> Good. Good. It's gone. Yeah, great. Okay. So here's the five sketches for today. We got the Superman. Uh, he loses his journalist job. See, this is very topical. Yeah. It's uh, holding a mirror up to society. Yeah. And so then he gets into letting people do whatever they want to him, <laughs> to his body. Mostly beat it. He just gets a shop front, um, and then like bats and things like that. And you can they could just and just be a de-stress kind of situation. Beat the shit out of him. Human stress ball. Human stress ball. That's a yeah. that's a that's a that's a great name for the shop. <laughs> um, it's because, super relaxing because you go in you go in as a human stress ball. And then as soon as you go in there, he is your human stress ball. Mm. And then you go out. Neither of you are human stress balls. You know what I mean? The Amazing. transformation. It's, a, it's an arc. It. I don't know that much about narrative, but I think, <laughs> I, I think that was it. That's people. Somebody, it's the hero's journey, right? The as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. I think that's it. You're a human stress ball, and you walk in, and he's a human stress ball. Yeah. Then you walk out, and neither of you guys no, are human stress it's, balls. It's, it's, it's like Star Wars, I'm pretty sure. It's a very much similar yeah. arc. Like Luke, he seemed pretty stressed at the yeah. start. Problems with his uncle and stuff. And, yeah. But by the end, he was very relaxed. He yeah. looked happy, I think. Toy Story. There was an actual stress ball. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To be a stress ball. That's a lot like it as well. It was very <laughs> yeah. similar. Yeah, yeah, and 
and uh, and uh, Jesus. You know, <laughs> yep. God seemed to be a, like first in the first book. You know, he seemed to be very stressed. Oh man, being all very erratic, and he was kind of you know flooding people. You know, and then uh, Jesus came along, and he was the you know was the thing that God wanted to become. Uh, mm, this mm. person who wasn't as stressed. Anyway, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then we've got uh, the second sketch is destroying culture created by us. Um, was I, I've written this in the worst English possible. This is exactly how I've written it down. <laughs> Australian culture created by us. Not enough. <laughs> so we beef it up and create it. We do beef it up. Beef yeah. is a big part of it. Yeah. Whatever it is. I've just had a new idea. It's called the distress ball, right? And what it is, it's like a regular stress ball, but when you squeeze it, it screams and blood comes out. And it makes you <laughs> really stressed. stressed. Like wow. If you're not stressed, <laughs> the distress ball will get you there. Okay, wait. So it's a distress ball. Yeah. Okay, wait. I'm going to write it down. Thank you. Distress. See, I mean, sometimes it feels like you talk for 15 minutes and you don't get a single dot point. But then you, know, you just say one thing and it's down. So wait, you squeeze the ball and it screams? It screams. Yeah, and it bleeds. And it bleeds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Is it, and is it satisfying in any way? No, no, no. No. Not at all. Are you sure it's just not the nightmare ball? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the terror? It's the opposite of a stress relief uh, yeah, ball. Yeah, no, that's good. And you feel like you've... Physically, permanently damaged something. Yeah, yeah, you've made a huge mistake. And then you've got to deal with the consequences. You've got to clean up all this blood so people don't think you've murdered someone. <laughs> That'd be great. Mm. That's a really good product. Yeah. That's what um, society's missing. Yeah. I, think, I think there needs to be a sort of, uh, a, a sort of goop-style website. Do you know about goop? No, what's goop? It's Gwyneth Paltrow's goop. Is that right? Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, yeah. runs this website... They'll often, you know, they'll often suggest things like, uh, you know, uh, vaginal steaming, and um, it's and about it's a sort of a lifestyle website with just like a whole lot of bullshit that people you that know, isn't is really connected to reality. Female specific? Or uh, it is quite female focused, I think. Yeah, they'll aim okay. at like you know they'll, they'll they'll sell you a rock that gives you good I'm luck. Sure, you, you could know? steam your yeah. dick if you wanted to. <laughs> <Caroline>. <laughs> You can steam whatever you I want. It's not discriminatory. Today, I saw a baboon's dick. Really? And it was the reddest red. And yeah, did you just see a dick and it was so red you assumed it must be a baboon's dick? Or did you see the rest of the baboon so you had some I content? saw the rest of the baboon. Right. I didn't look. I didn't even see the dick um, Oh, well, this story no, is really... No, 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 wait, I didn't see attached. where it attached. Like where it attached. I just saw it kind of dangling between his legs. He might have just been holding on to something that looked like a like a red baboon dick <laughs> instead of flicking it about and things like that. Yeah, it sounds to like trick it was probably. Me. But it was really red, wasn't it? It was really red and it was longer than you would think. Really? Yeah. Probably oh. longer than any man's. Wow. No, maybe not that long. <laughs> anyway. It was almost licorice. It was almost like licorice. Anyway, great. But the dick. real distress. But like yeah. raspberry licorice. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bet. I'm glad I clarified. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because that would be weird if it was... <laughs> if, it, if it was the color of regular licorice, sort of black aniseed licorice, mm, mm. yet I was saying that it was red. That would be so weird. That would be... <laughs> I mean, it would play with your mind, yeah. <laughs> Um, also, so yeah, with this Australian culture sketch, we're we're, we're 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 saying okay, there's not enough culture in Australia. We don't really have a lot of culture. Let's try and create some. And so things like new naming conventions. Yeah. Um, but then I, also... I would love it if the government put a call out for this, like like when they, like 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 when they they solicited um, suggestions for the national anthem. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. And maybe they've done it for various flag competitions and that sort of thing. But mm -hmm. just like. Any culture, just send in ideas for some culture we can have. Mm. Would be great. Maybe like a new type of bread. A lot of cultures, they have their own some bread. Some sort of bread-based yeah. thing. Yeah. What shape could we make it? Is it long? Is it wide? Yeah. Is there, like, do, do you have to do that thing where you you, you, you you braid it, you know? Yeah. Maybe there could be no braiding. Maybe you could make a bread that's cornrows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, great. Mm. Anyway, uh... Come up with new activities with friends. So this is where you get together with your friends. This is is, is a little bit similar to the last one. It's a little bit it's, similar to the podcast. No, uh, and then <laughs> and then and then you come up with new activities with your friends. 
exactly <laughs> what the podcast is, Alistair. Uh, this episode is particularly like and that. And so in this particular sketch, let's say the person could be coming up with a thing where you whittle bones mm. and, and to get it stuck on light bulbs with a point system. I'll tell you who'd like this. Ants. Ants? Oh, ants they'd would love, love, it. It. love it. Just that meat around the place. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if ants are, ants are really into meat, but they must be because they eat dead flies and stuff. So, yeah, no, definitely but ants. But at least check this. it out. Do the thing where they circle around it. Yeah. And just yeah. keep walking in a line around something. Yeah. I reckon they would around go... Around around? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the ants went over the meat and they went like this. And, went <laughs> <laughs> like that. and it breaks the light bulb because it just shoots out from their slippery... Oh, my God. <laughs> like, they try to grab the... They try to grab it with their mandibles. Mm. They would probably have more because they're so strong for their size. They could probably... They pro- pro- there's probably many ants in space just because of that. <laughs> if we, they just if slipped we, out of the earth as gravity. Yeah. <laughs> if we could, if we could, in our space launch sketch, if we could, if we could breed a giant ant to try and bite the soap base of the rocket. Yeah, I mean that that would be huge. That would make a lot of sense. They're yeah. so strong. Absolutely, and you could just you could just sort of breed a giant ant and then lock it in place, take away its freedom. Yeah, make a giant creature. Yeah, take it's away its freedom own. straight away. That's never gone badly for never, anyone yeah. as far never as happened. I'm aware. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be great. Give it the ability to feel obviously pain and, pain sort of and a like, yearning for freedom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would be cruel not to. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think. You wouldn't be able to do, get it to, 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 to bite its mandibles down on command if you didn't give it the, the ability to understand commands. Mm, mm. And I think w- th- what goes with that, the ability to understand commands, is the ability to be aware of your own mortality. To resent the commands. To resent the commands <laughs> and to obviously, yeah, you know, all that. Okay, then we got a press conference where the Prime Minister is being interviewed by his family mm. and the same old tricks. He's up, up to his same old tricks. Mm. And, uh, and, and then the sketch ends. <laughs> <laughs> has, has has anyone ever um, done a a, a parody? Because there's there's cop shows with animals, so I'm thinking Inspector Rex is probably the main one, right? Where the dog is the detective in a way. Mm. Has anyone ever done one of those, which is a parody one of those, where it's 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 combining the idea of the detective who doesn't follow the rule book. Yeah. <laughs> the detective who is a dog. So it's basically... <laughs> Just a dog. <laughs> In many ways, yes. Is the rule book also a dog? <laughs> the rule book okay. is a dog, Alistair. All right. Okay, look, I like that. Uh, while you were saying it, I had this thought that, like, um, it's a show like that, but instead of the detective being a dog, all the victims are dogs. <laughs> <laughs> is that good? No. You know, but maybe it's like, you Sadness. know, sort of like, you know, somebody like somebody stole this dog's dog bowl and, you know, maybe. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought they were all dog. dead, but no, I mean, no, that's no, much nicer. No. <laughs> you know what? You couldn't make, you couldn't make law and order if, 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 if d- uh, dead uh, the, dogs the bodies <laughs> were dead dogs. They'd be just too awful. Yeah. People wouldn't, like, people are like, oh, no, it's just another murdered child. They're like, oh, great. But if there's a dead dog. It's all these dead dogs. You just couldn't do it. Anyway, it's just something about society. That's that's really holding (laughs) up a mirror, guys. And a light to that mirror so that you could see it in case it's dark. It's just dark. Anyway. Then we got slippery soap launch, and you pay, you're facing the shiny side of the mirror to it, obviously, not the the side on the back where it isn't very shiny. You yeah. can't see very much. So yeah. you're holding up a mirror, obviously, the shiny side, yeah. putting it, and you got a light, and the light's not behind the thing; yeah. the light's sort of between the thing yeah. and the mirror, so that it illuminates both the mirror and the thing, and the light reflecting off the yeah. thing. You can see, and thing. you have eyes, and you're there, and you have eyes. Yeah. <laughs> You see it, you look yeah. at it, you go, wow. And your eyes work. Yes. Okay. But it's not. Like a, but it also doesn't quite work because when you see something in a mirror, things are backwards, and that's not what we're trying to say. We're trying to say it's, a, it's more like a television screen. Yeah. Anyway. We're holding up a... Uh, more like just yeah, human a vision, yeah, vision being able thank to you. see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like Anything in front of you. It's yeah. like you're looking at a thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like thank you're looking at a thing. Yeah, yeah. The mirror really complicates It's more things. of a window. Yeah. It's a window and you're looking through a window at a thing that you're talking yeah. about. But you can also smell it. You're holding so it up. The- <laughs> Maybe you're about to install the window. You're carrying the window around. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe you're, you're a window. You're a window man. You do, you're a glazier. Society is a window. <laughs> yes. Okay? And it's looking over a scene. And this is the scene. Yes. The scene is society. Yeah. That's also there. So, and it's looking at the window. Yes. Back at itself. <laughs> like a mirror. Like, you're right. It's a mirror. <laughs> Uh, and then we have slippery soap launch. 
<laughs> which we kind of just went into that, you know. And uh, and then there's Distress Ball, which is this horrible, horrible <laughs> product horrible that will appear on my new. Uh, it's sort of like a black goop website. I, oh, that's where you were going with that. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I was bringing it up. So it's like goop, but products for having a worse life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's good. I think yeah, that's amazing. Uh, goop for worse life. Um, it's called Poog. It could be Poog. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I, I think the other day I came up like, yeah, well, I think "poog" is going to be hard to beat. Well, I, I, I think "poog" is just a good word that we haven't used for anything. It's yeah, like, like there aren't that many good short words. Yeah, still running about out there uh, in the wild uh, is yet uncap, uncaptured and domesticated. Gruff is already use. taken. Gruff is Gruff, yeah. Yeah. friggin' good. Yeah, and uh, pooch that's taken. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot. Al, so you're going to go through them all now? Or? No, I'll just only the ones that have been taken. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what about, about what about Merce? 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 Yeah. yeah. M U R S S? I don't think that's taken, but it's certainly not as funny as Poog. No, it's not as funny as Poog. I think there's a reason Merce isn't taken. Yeah. It's because it's a piece of Poog. It's a bloody piece of Poog. Now you're misusing Poog already. I am. Oh, no, <laughs> well, you're right. Language Remember? evolves. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Stop trying to nail down Poog to be one thing, Alistair. You've got to you can't over the time. box it in. I hate these goddamn poog police <laughs> that have come up since we've invented bloody poog six seconds ago. It's bloody poog reckless gone mad. And with that, yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> Yeah, you learn a lot from that baboon. Yeah. Um, uh, thank you so much for listening to the podcast, Carly. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for thank having you me, guys. So um, much, Carly. Hey, Carly, do you have anything coming up that you would like to uh, promote, promote to our our listeners? I do. Yeah, I do. I've got a show called P Stick, uh, P double Yes. Stick, uh, which is coming up at the Fringe Festival in Melbourne in September at the Courthouse Hotel. Excellent. It's about. It's a comedy. Uh, it's just me. And there's some there's some singing, there's some laughing from others. The hopefully. audience, yeah, it's I've, fun. I've seen the show; it's very funny. Can anybody oh, follow you. you on anything? Uh, <laughs> Facebook. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, otherwise absent from uh, from the online, but you can follow me on stage. That would be that would be <laughs> that would be great. Like the best way to get in touch is to yell at me. Follow my instructions to yeah. see the show on stage. Correct. Excellent, and we follow are... the plot of my. No, all right. I forget. I forget. I don't know if people know. We're in Melbourne. <laughs> We're in Melbourne, Australia. Carly's in Melbourne. Yeah, the show is in Melbourne. I it's a know. Melbourne thing. Correct. So... But if you want to come from overseas, that's all right. We have an international airport. We don't have a train to the airport, but you can get the Sky Bus. It's very expensive. It's, it's, it's not so bad. It's, t- it's like seventeen. Sorry, I don't want to direction. put people off from the show. No, yeah, you want like we're trying to no, get. No, come, it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth it. Fly the in. Sky Bus is very reasonable. I've heard that some of you are from from Ohio, and you should come. And yeah. Sky Bus is great. I'll do a special Sky Bus show from the front of the bus. Very good. No, it is. It's pea stick or peas tick. <laughs> no, 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 it's poo. <laughs> Poog, great. So come to Poog. Poog's dude. The, the, the tickets are all available on Poog. Um, I'm going to start Poog soon. If you go to the Fringe Festival website, you'll find it. I'm Andy. Uh, stupid old Andy. That's what I meant to say. On Twitter. On and Twitter. I'm at Alistair TB. We are two in tank. Uh, we're part of Planet Broadcasting, which is very cool. And you can see all the other great podcasts that are part of it. Listen to them and this. Do stuff. go on and Weekly Planet are uh, big uh, ones. Two examples thereof. Yeah. And uh, the Josh Earl one. <laughs> Don't you know who I am? Don't you know who I am? Check those out. Also, review us on the all the online podcast reviewing systems. Every single last one of them. And we love, love you. you. Uh, and thanks, George, for producing the podcast. And thank you for George Matthews. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.